should not believe that. If you are considering adoption, if you're considering becoming an adoption family, adopting a child today is for you. We are an adoption family. Both of our children joined us through adoption, completely separate situations. So today I want to share some tips with you on things that you necessarily might not find on the internet, those secret things that people don't talk about. But before we get into that, if this is your first time joining us, welcome to Mom Treading Water. And if you're returning, thank you so much for being here. I hope you find some value in this today. If you aren't already, please be sure to follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, and TikTok. And if you could rate, review, subscribe, share, anything of the sort, so greatly appreciated. It improves the analytics and helps the growth of Mom Treading Water. Okay, let's get to it. We are an adoption family. And I'll be truthful, it is not for the weak-hearted. It can be a very trying process, financially, emotionally. So you have to gear yourself up for that. That's just a little disclaimer and overall. But there are four things I want to share with you today that we weren't necessarily aware of or told or just didn't even expect. Everything else, Google it, you'll be able to find it. Okay, the first thing we want to talk about is be honest with yourself. And this might be a hard thing for folks to hear, but you need to be honest. You cannot worry about being politically correct. You can't feel guilt. You just, you have to be truthful with yourself. If you are not willing or comfortable, I should say, if you're not comfortable with having a child in your family that doesn't look like you, it's okay to say that. It's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel right. But it's okay because this is a child that you're bringing into your home. And if you are not 100% there in this early part of the stage of the game, you're going to struggle the whole rest of it. And it probably isn't the best thing for the child. And at the end of the day, isn't that really what we're considering most importantly? There were certain stipulations for us that we were not comfortable moving forward with, and that's okay. I mean, it was at such an extreme of my guilt on this is that our social worker made it very clear in our file that all my calls were to be gone through my husband. And that reason why is because my bleeding heart, I would have felt bad saying no even though it wouldn't be the best thing for that child or our family. And that's okay. And no one should be judging you for that, especially when you're working with your professional team, because you might be working with an agency, social worker, and a lawyer. No one should be judging you. And if someone is judging you on that professional team for that, then it's a huge red flag and you need to find somewhere else to go because that is not okay. If other outside people are judging you, my perception on this has been either they have never been part of the adoption process or they are not professionally involved in an adoption process because those people, they normally get it. So speaking of professionals, number two, you need an adoption lawyer, not a family law because it is not the same thing. Someone who specifically works in adoption law. And to take that step further, you want to ask them how long they've been practicing adoption law. What organizations are they involved with? Are they on a 
government committees for that, really find out what their involvement is in adoption, how many cases they've taken on. Every state is different, and this is from the United States, so I can only speak to that. Every state is different. The laws can change very quickly. Our children are only 16 months apart, and from the first adoption to our second one, there were totally different things. So it's so imperative that you have an adoption lawyer. It's acceptable to ask about what their hourly rate is. It's acceptable to ask what their retainer is. Those are all okay questions. We even found out from our lawyer, and she had volunteered it, is how many cases she had done. So she gave us a ballpark number. Very important. Number three, if you are working with an agency, and let me scream this out loud, you need to ask about the financial stability of the agency. I'll tell you why I tell you this. Our first adoption, we went through an agency. They had been in business over 20 years. They, on paper, were very, very established. We never knew to look at financials. And at the point, there was no reason not to be because they were established. Well, all of a sudden, we have a placement with our amazing son and come to find out they are going bankrupt. So we're halfway through a process and we're like, dang, what is going to happen now? And thank goodness for the employees of that company. They were angels and they were saints because they did not have even close to the same moral ethics as the, uh, the board on that. When we were going through all this process of their bankruptcy and trying to retain some of our money back, we ended up pulling financial records. We were able to, because it was a nonprofit, we were able to pull those online. Yeah, huge red flags everywhere that we just didn't know. You know, it's, it's a lot of money to adopt. The truth is, if you do a private adoption, it's a lot. The last statistic I looked up was between twenty five and 50000 and that is not off base. With that said... I'm so happy that all of those board members got awesome bonuses. Good for them. Dirty money. All this is dirty money. So it is a fair question to ask about their financial status. Ask if they are struggling financially, seeing if there is a copy of getting their their financial statements, their official ones for that matter, they could submit to the government. If it's a nonprofit, I believe they do. Last time I looked at it, they had to post that information online. So they had to make it available to the public. So please ask about their financial situation. So important. And here is the fourth tip. Be ready to be humbled. Yep. Exactly what I'm saying to you. Be humbled. It was nothing I ever experienced in my life feeling so I was overwhelmed, but so taken back. When you go through this process, if you're going, you know, you're working through a system where a birth mother is choosing an adoption plan and you are going, you know, obviously you are presenting yourself to her as well. Think about that. You're so nervous and you are so scared as the adoption parents. She is equally as scared, if not more, because she has finally made this huge decision to think of her child first because it is her child even if you are the adoption parents, it is, it always will be her biological child, no matter what. But she's making this huge decision. She is putting this huge faith 
in this process and in the this people or you know if it's one or two whatever and they're just as scared that you might say no because you can say no and and that's okay i mean that can't be the reason to say yes but they're equally as scared if not more and as a woman it is so humbling when another woman will ask you to raise her child think about that for a minute another woman is asking you another woman is choosing you to raise her child if that isn't the epitome of what it means to be a parent to really truly genuinely put your child first you know at that point in your time it is not best for your child for them to raise them and they want to find the best situation so you'll be humbled you should be humbled it's very emotional i mean there's so much crying so much crying going on but good crying and adoption isn't what it used to be you're going to find hopefully that you might develop you have relationship with the birth mother get to know her her challenges her struggles who she is her interests because it really is a partnership and i don't think that partnership has to end after the adoption is finalized again it's such a humbling moment and there's there's really no other way to describe that because there should be gratitude on your end for this amazing woman putting her child first and entrusting you with raising her child and also she will probably have gratitude for you for being willing to raise her child so there are the tips If you have any questions please definitely make comments or reach out. You again you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Let me know what questions you might have if I can answer. I will start by also saying that we do not share the background story of our children, the very specifics, and the reason that we don't is because it is not our story. We share information as needed. but we do not share specifics because that's unfair. We have no right to take their story and make it ours because it's theirs. So they might write the great American novel or they might just always keep it private and that's okay too. So thank you again for being here on Mom Treading Water. Please be kind to yourself, be kind to others. Thank you again for your time.